0: pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country black buffalo tobacco alternative bold flavor full pouches
1: with your amex card entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can miss events while supplies last make every tap music to your ears i'm diosa
2: What up, y'all? It's T-Bob from Snaps, presented by FanDuel. Now, we're a college football show, but I'm a massive NBA fan. Now, I'm a Pelicans fan, which can be a try and at times, and well, the news about Zion's been no fun lately, but whatever. I love the NBA, right? And if you love the NBA, there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. But why, T-Bob? Well, the app is safe, secure, it's easy to use. Uh, FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and you know stuff going on all the time. Uh, when you win, very importantly, you get paid fast. And FanDuel has lots of ways to play. Okay, spread, money line, over, unders, totals, player props, individual same-game parlays, multi-game parlays. It's all there with the live betting. It doesn't matter if you're running up late, you got to your party late, you're hanging out with the fellas, the girl fellas, whatever the point is live betting I mean you can jump right in you can bet with your friends and you two can be cheered for these same things so what are you waiting for okay download the FanDuel app today and let's start to make every moment more with FanDuel promo code snaps hey what's up everyone welcome into a brand new episode of Snaps, your favorite daily college football show. I am one of your hosts. T-Bob bear joined as always by uh my hmm dazzlingly dazzling that's a hard word to say dazzlingly dazzling I can't say dazzling it. Um,
3: dazzle dazzle dazzling dazzlingly uh, beautifully t- that have tons of cavities co-host.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I was just gonna say dazzling yeah. smile, but um, Aaron did get some Go bad ahead. news today in that regard. I mean, look at him—just a, a just killer it megawatt works. smile. But can't judge a book by its cover, folks. Okay, mm. as mm. Uh, I don't know, Aaron doesn't like to brush his teeth. Apparently, pretty pretty freaking weird. <laughs> <laughs> he claims he claims to he uh, he says he flosses. I just wear whitening
3: strips. I just wear whitening strips. I don't brush my teeth. I just put whitening strips on every day and that's, that's, that's all I need to do. Yeah. I have yeah. no idea. I literally, yes. I brush my teeth. I brush my teeth. I floss once a day and somehow I had to have four fillings on the left side of my mouth this morning and it sucks. Oh, so bad. Um, oh, yeah. Man, I'm numb. So if I randomly start drooling for those watching YouTube and drools just starts coming down the beard, uh, that that's why, um, It's not from all the candy I ate yesterday, which actually could be the reason because of all the candy I ate is why I had the cavities, which is why I had the four fillings today.
2: Ah, okay. Ah, Alas, you reap what you sow, and we reap Mm -hmm. super chats. I'm going to get to Captain Spartan's super chat in a minute. Do want to welcome everyone in, Uh, we're at youtube.com slash the volume. Thank you to Papa Colin Cowherd and the volume for having us here. Uh, we absolutely love it here. It's our favorite part of every single day. We have so much fun with y'all. Uh, on today's show, we're going to break down a great look. I love a list, but you know what I love you more? I love a list that has voting parameters that translate into numbers. Okay, one of my favorite articles every single year is when the Athletic does their quarterback tier list, and it's basically you know you you give every guy a tier ranking, and then they average out the numbers, and you see who lands where. Well. ESPN got their 12 college football writers together and they told them, Hey, name your top 10 quarterbacks. Uh, if you ended up in, you know, uh, if, if a player's in first, they get 10 points. If they're in 10th, they get one point. Mm-hmm. And then we saw where the math fell. So pretty interesting top 10 list that I want to break down with Aaron Murray. Uh, we will probably make fun of the Pac 12 a bit more. Uh, I, I think we'll probably go more in depth on this tomorrow, but there's a big 12 coaching ranking list, which like, if you're anything like me actually seen it on paper, you're kind of like, Oh man, Okay. Sucks. Like, like, what sucks? No, I disagree, dude. I was kind of <laughs> like, like, when I see like BYU, UCF, and Houston like join the conference, I'm kind of like, okay. But then for some reason, when I see Kalani Sataki and Gus Malzahn mm. and Dana Holgerson's name, and who am I leaving out? Uh, a name right there on the list, like it actually got me pretty pumped up, yeah. which I thought was a bit interesting. Um I'll try to keep the well, actually, maybe this is more of a question for that, that we should all have internally here on Snaps. If we want to keep more of the general bullshit that we open his show at the end of the show, but you know what, we can figure that out later. Aaron, how was uh, how was your Easter though? Solid Easter, uh, Easter and Passover for Aaron, our resident cashew, yeah? our Catholic part Jew. You looked great in your yarmulke. Uh, I don't you. want a culturally you, appropriate, so I've never worn one. I feel like I have a perfect face for it, but I don't
3: know. That's just me. You, 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 uh, you how have was a it? Very Jewish face. I know. I'm very 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 Yeah, yeah. Well rounded. The beard, you know, the Jews love a good beard. Uh, so you would, you would, you could rock a yarmulke. I will send you, I'll send you a little LSU yarmulke your way for next year's Passover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's allowed. It's a good thing. Uh, Uh but Easter went well. Uh Maddox has a very unique way of collecting Easter eggs. So he has his uncle Josh follow him. He finds an egg, he opens it. He gets the chocolate out. He gives the empty egg to his uncle and then <laughs> goes to the next egg. It just repeats the process. So it's not like, you know, all the other kids are like going around, trying to get as many eggs in the basket as he can. She's he's like, no, nah, no, nah, nah. I'm just going to get one, eat it. Uncle Josh, take my trash, take the empty egg, go on to the next one. And, um, yeah, hey, it's unique, but efficient. I mean, he got his chocolate in. So I can't, can't, can't hate on it. Uh, you know, uh, hope, hope. Yeah.
2: I was going to say probably better for you in the end, because he's actually eating less candy, right? Finding yeah. less eggs overall, because he's spending time eating the candy, whereas other kids are just sitting there stacking eggs. Uh, huh. Uh, we didn't even do an egg hunt, honestly. My kids had done so many egg hunts at school and all the other shit that yesterday, me and my wife were like, you know what? Let's just not
3: do it. No more candy. So didn't like, hide, you didn't hide a basket for your kids to go find in the house? No, we did.
2: Um, we had three like we we had baskets waiting on them when they woke up. We did more of like a Christmas setup. We set up a nice little table for them to have a little Easter breakfast on. We hung some like uh, carrot string lights and had nice baskets, but we did not do uh, an Easter icon. Also, I'm I'm I, the, the 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 term "we" is doing a lot of heavy lifting in this sentence for me because it was mainly my wife. Who is uh very good at all that stuff while I sat there and um didn't really help much, to be quite honest. So great job, my wife. Okay. All right, let's get to this $10 super chat to start the show from Captain Spartan 04. T Bob. Still confused on who's LSU's three biggest rivals: Florida, Alabama, Auburn, Arkansas, AM. Um, you know, Spartan, if you're confused, it's because most people are confused. Like, I I don't I don't think that this is uh I don't think that L- like if you ask 10 different LSU fans who their three biggest rivals are, you're probably going to get uh, maybe even 10 different answers to be quite honest. Like I, okay, I would say
3: that maybe Ole which Miss Which is crazy T-Bob because it's such a big brand. Well, it but so it's much because, tradition, which is which is weird to me.
2: Yeah, I think though it's odd because no in-state rival uh which off the bat you yeah. so you have you don't have like an Auburn Alabama situation. Um, and then a lot of the games that you care about the most, uh, because they have the most competitive, they have the most, um, like stakes on the line going into the game are kind of newer feeling, right? Like LSU and Alabama is what many people would answer, but you know, for the vast, vast majority of that rivalry, it's just been Alabama curb stomping LSU. Now here
3: in the modern yeah, how, era, like, how how far does that rivalry date though? Like that that, that I was going to ask you that. Like, mm. is that something that's more recent? Just because both of them have been more, of... they've had really big moments of shining, and that game has been pumped by CBS as like that that you know for for I don't know the vast majority of the past decade. Well, yeah, like it's you had been like the game time game. Yeah. Like, was this like a. No. Has this been a rivalry for fifty years, or is? I mean, it more goes back
2: or? to sixty four. But the problem okay. is, like, even during the Charlie McClendon days, some LSU's best days, they just could never beat Bear Bryant in Alabama. I mean, I don't know. I'm just looking quickly at Wikipedia. It looks like Alabama started this series, like rough estimate here, like probably like thirty and like five or something. <laughs> like, like it it did not go well, and then it started to go well for whatever. The point is, like, it's not. If you just look at the Wikipedia, it's not how you would traditionally think about a college football rivalry. So, like, kind of Alabama. Yeah. I think Ole Miss would probably be the main name that most fans would say, especially the old heads. Um, but there's always, you know, there's always piss and Ole Miss. They were the homecoming game, I think, for a while there. You have, like, Billy Cannon's Halloween run. There's a bunch of moments. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I mean, see, like, Florida. Florida was one created anew, but to this recent generation yeah. has meant a ton. But one that nobody really gives a fuck about outside of LSU. So I don't know, man. And then you play Arkansas for a trophy, and then early two thousands yeah, it was Arkansas. For a while. See,
3: Arkansas jumps to me as the one
2: that, that feels I like. Let, yeah, no but LSU fans will that. not say that. I, I love the Arkansas rivalry. I love the Golden Boot. Mm-hmm. LSU fans are too proud. They think they're above Arkansas. They they won't they won't grant Arkansas rival status.
3: So if, if yeah, well, I, big, I, I would say I would put Arkansas over Ole Miss, though. I mean nah, not I would LSU, say our fans. generation. Mm, I, I mean,
2: know, I know, I I get what you're saying, but I'm a telling trophy you involved. Well, I think technically there's a trophy for the Ole Miss game as well. I think it's like a flower or something. Uh it might be a magnolia. Uh I'm not hundred percent sure on that. But no, look, old old heads will say old miss and a lot of the I mean, whatever. I I like I think the SEC did a pretty good job because even AM, not a historical rival, but has a ton of juice to it right now. I really yeah. like the Alabama Ole Miss AM grouping that they put together. I don't – but the point is, as you can see, you're never going to find a consistent answer on who the three biggest rivals are. He also wants to know, uh, Aaron, I'm going to Kansas City for the drafts. What are five Ooh. restaurants you would recommend trying? Five. That's a lot. Uh,
3: five. Uh, I mean, if we just want to stick with barbecue here, I'd go Q39 – I'd go Jack Stacks. Those are two. Uh, five, I haven't been to Kansas City in like six years. Right, those two, just go to those two. To those a good go. time, Perfect. good environment, great areas. Uh, right there, like in the plaza area, about 15 minutes away from from uh, the stadium, so not too far away. A lot of walkability, a lot of shops, a lot of restaurants. So yeah, stick to those spots. You, I'm sure you'll find some new spots along the way too, but um, get the burnt ends, some beef burnt ends. Ooh. And uh, send them my way, please, because I miss them dearly. Mm. My belly love doesn't, burn-ins. but I do.
2: What, I but, but, so I, I love burn-ins as well. Um, I don't think they're part of this next question I'm asking. You. What's your go-to barbecue kind of cut of meat? Like if I'm offering you one meat on your plate, take burn-ins off the table. Um, mm-hmm. If I'm offering you one meat pork. on the plate to go along with your sides, pork. what type, though? What are we talking, like a pulled pork? I'm a good you like I'm a good
3: Jew, so pulled pork
2: okay okay Okay. i think i think i'm a brisket man i, th- I think like an elite oh, brisket yeah, is kind of impossible yeah, to beat uh for me uh andy j wants to know why tennessee didn't get listed as blue blood in last episode look i'll be clear when it comes to blue bloods i don't know what it is uh i put my thumb on the scale for northern football I I'm 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 not sure why Big Ten just feels a bit more blue blood than the SEC. Does it doesn't make sense. Do I have any great logic behind it? No. But like I said, I, I did a lot of that list to just feeling it in my balls. And my balls just weren't tell my balls were telling me that Tennessee was like LSU and UGA just not quite in that discussion uh just yet. Uh Aaron, do you have any reason why Tennessee didn't make it?
3: Uh Kind of same thing with you. They they don't feel like it to me. Man. Uh, I, but how weird. many, I mean, how many, how many SEC teams did we have in, in our Blue Bloods? We had Alabama. Was it just it? It was Alabama just really Alabama. One? I mean, Texas is gonna be in there, so there will be two. Oklahoma. And yeah, you know, we did have yeah, USC in okay. the West Coast. Yeah, I guess Oklahoma yeah. too. But I'm with you. There's something about the the Notre Dame, Ohio State, yep. Michigan that just feels a little bit more football-y to me.
2: Yeah, maybe it's the existence of fall, given that uh, we don't actually have falls down here in the South, and uh, falls and like classic college football seem to go hand-in-hand. Hand. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, last one, and then we'll get to the show. Greg Hendricks. Hey, Aaron, to piggyback off Kansas City question, what's a good restaurant in Athens that is not a national chain?
3: Ooh, go to Last Resort. Uh, five Bar is somewhat of a chain. I think it's in a few few uh, college towns. Um, five bars, good chucks is really good, but my go-to is always, 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 always last resort. They got a hell of a dessert menu. So make sure you don't get too full up if you're there for, for G day this weekend.
2: (laughs) So we are definitely, um, starting to put together the pieces of how Aaron's cavities arrived uh <laughs> as he mentioned eating all of his kids Easter candy and now uh, the first place hurts. when recommending a restaurant the first thing I I would have never thought to do that the first thing I describe is the dessert menu the dessert menu no, is well great irrelevant. I'm just saying
3: don't full up don't fill up on the main course because you need to say something for dessert that's all I'm saying
2: that's what I'm saying I'm There's not a dessert, dessert guy yeah. I don't really fuck with dessert mm-hmm. dude I'm, um I'm a meat and potatoes guy salt and meat and cheese and savoriness. Oh, yeah, that's the good stuff. Mm. Um, all right. If you want to get involved in today's show, hop in the chat, youtube.com. Are you all ready to break down some top 10 quarterbacks? Huh? Here's my question. Brum, Aaron, do we want to go yes. 10 to 1 or 1 to 10 here in discussing this? Feel it in your balls. Okay. (laughs) Okay. I I guess, I guess, I I guess I deserve that. I guess I deserve that. All right. I am going to do, uh, let's go one to 10. Okay. We'll start with the interesting stuff and see, uh, and see where we go. So again, how this worked is we got their 12 college football writers to vote, uh, make a top 10 quarterback list. If you were number one on a ballot, you got 10 points. If you're number 10 on a ballot, you got one point and you know, everything in between, um, uh, and the top one on the list, it really comes with no question. He got 11 of the 12 first place votes, uh, so he has 119 total points, and that is Caleb Williams, through for 4,500 yards, 42 touchdowns, so just five picks. Uh, surprising here, 10 rush touchdowns for Caleb Williams mm. last year, 87.6 QBR, which is an insane. Uh, equation to try to score that highly in um, Caleb Williams, absolutely fantastic. The only person on this list to break the um, the the hundred point barrier as he gained so many first place votes. Uh, what can you say about Caleb Williams on today's show, Aaron Murray? That we haven't already said a thousand times before.
3: Well, I want to know who the jackass is who didn't put him first. I mean, like, what are you watching? <laughs> like, heather did it. No, I'm
2: just kidding. I'm just kidding. It wasn't
3: Heather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. maybe like, what? Won the Heisman, broke the incredible season. You just laid out the stats. Why are you not voting? It always drives me crazy. There's always that one jackass that just wants to be different, that wants to put his name out there, that just decides to vote for some random person who, who we all know is not the best quarterback heading into next year's draft or next year's season and next year's draft too. Uh, I mean, the only thing that, that, that he needs to improve on is uh, no. image, 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 image. Just stop with the fingernail painting. Stop with the BS just focus on football no Ugh. f you to whatever team you're playing that week that's all i care about right that's the only thing i'm sorry like, like what 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 do you think that he needs to improve on he he made drastic improvements from last winning year.
2: the pac-12 it, that's what he needs to improve on winning the pac-12 yeah, that's a
3: team thing that's a team thing that is a team thing and oh he's whatever
2: healthy, you're you you your you quarterbacks want to get better, better. Mm.
3: Mm. Yeah. Go ahead. When we lose, it's not our fault, and when we win, it is our. It's all. It's the reasons because yeah. we had a great game. That's why. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, if it, look at that, there is there is nothing to 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 nitpick his game with. He is one of the most complete quarterbacks that you will ever see. Ever see? I could have nitpick him too. Like last year, yes, he needed to, he needed to get better. He needed to take care of the football a little better. He needed to kind of you know, rowling and and in the concepts a little bit more, stick in the pocket a little bit more at times. He did that. There was still that backyard football, which was great, but he vastly improved at trusting the offense, letting the offense run through him. And um yeah, but I mean you watch him, there really is not a lot. He's 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 phenomenal. I, I'm in love.
2: Did he um yeah so you're not even saying at times last year you didn't feel, you didn't feel like he was like uh pushing it or trying to make too many plays he pretty
3: much just played you know, his it, position but you perfectly. To that, like if you're not pushing the limits you ain't gonna be great if, yeah, if, if yeah. i'm worried about if i'm if i'm there dinking and dunking and checking down like that's good and all but you ain't gonna win championships you ain't gonna win a heisman like you gotta take some chances i think he has the cojones you know, what's about big balls. He's got the big balls of trying to put some balls in some tight windows. And, and I appreciate that. Like he got better at that of decision-making of like, okay, you know, certain times I'm out of the pocket, you know, can I maybe throw the ball across my body? Yeah. But sometimes they're, they, you know, sometimes it's just stupid. Sometimes I do have to throw the ball away. He improved on that from year one to year two from you know Oklahoma to USC last year, but you got to have some effort in you. You got to have some throws where like, the coach's butt cheeks get a little bit tight on the sidelines. Yeah. You throw it, and your butt cheeks get a little bit tight too in the pocket. You're like, yeah, all righty then. Like, there's a lot <laughs> of moments of that, and and that's what makes him special, though.
2: I don't know that I thought that we would get a uh, Ace Ventura reference uh, while talking about the first place on the show. I haven't thought about Ace in a long time. Um, uh, shout out to our guy Clint Moses in the chat, who's our resident uh, Oregon State fan, pointing out that the Beavers hailed, held Caleb to his lowest yards and passing percentage. What what yeah. goes so early wrong? in the season? Early in the yeah, season. yeah yeah. But what went wrong late early in the year? Season. Like like after Utah when you have such a great start and then you kind of completely disappear. Or in the bowl game against Tulane, where I get, I mean, I, I know he they're losing great. the game. Hey, Tulane went great. He what about great. what about you? What about the the, the
3: Pac twelve championship? He's banged about? up. He was hurt. Okay. You remember okay. that? He got hurt. He was playing. He was playing great. And then he decides to, you know, it, it's it's a it's a taking care of your body sort of thing, too. For you remember, I mean, he was running, you know, great run left side, decides to kind of make a move instead of just going out of bounds and going down. He ends up right. hurting himself. I got that. Not the same quarterback the rest of the game. And I mean, that's 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 that, that is part of his game. And and that is something that, you know, okay, here's one thing he can prove on. Continuing to be a better pocket quarterback because you know we did see a very different quarterback when he was not able to run around, make plays with his legs, get outside the pocket when he was forced to stay in the pocket because of injury was not as effective. So there you go, T. Bob. Figure out a way to trust your O line, sit in there, get it, get through your reads, and not feel like you have to be, you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes in order to have success. So that that's the one area for me I want to see him get better at.
2: All right. Number two on this list, maybe a bit of a surprise here, right? Because when it comes to NFL prospects, it generally goes uh, Caleb Williams, Drake May, but number two on this list is Michael Penix Mm. Jr. scoring 97 Mm. points. And uh, Aaron, we can get into it, right? I I don't think that Penix is a better NFL prospect than May. I don't think he's terribly far off. Um, But the question is, will he be a better college quarterback next year? And he has a few distinct advantages. In his, uh, in his side of this conversation. Uh, first off, he's a fifth-year senior, right, compared to a uh, Richard sophomore for me. So just, like, more experience tends to um, matter more. But maybe more importantly than anything to me is that he gets everybody back uh he's still with Kalen DeBoer who remember when he was great at Indiana who is he with Kalen DeBoer DeBoer leaves Penix falls off completely DeBoer comes back Penix goes back to be one of the best quarterbacks in the entire country mm-hmm. he's got both of offensive tackles back and he's got his top three receivers back okay Roma Dunze, who caught oh, for over 1100 yards seven touchdowns last year sophomore Jalen McMillan another thousand yard receiver nine touchdowns sophomore freshman their third leading receiver had 700 yards Jalen Polk again, freshman. So the lines back, the receivers are back, the coaches are back, and he's got the experience. As we'll talk about with May, it's kind of the opposite with Drake May. So I, I actually really like Michael Penix Jr. here as the second best quarterback on this list for college NFL prospect, but just college quarterback. Well, next that's, that's what I want to know. Like, is
3: it is this is this are we are we picking this list on who's the best quarterback? Or who's going to have the best stats? Who's
2: like, going to have the best but, like, years? Maybe not like just raw stats, but like wins, no, that's years. The, like, the name of like, the who's who's article,
3: the name of the article is ranking the best ten quarterbacks heading into next season.
2: Yeah, but it's not saying ten NFL draft prospects, right? Because if you're doing a draft prospect, Anthony Richardson. I'm still, the I'm still saying, saying who's the better
3: quarterback. I'm just saying who the better quarterback is. I'm not will, will because your offense, yes, the offense you're in will dictate a lot of what your numbers are going to be. The offense that they're in, Washington. The 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 talent that's coming back around Michael Penix Jr. is far better than Drake May. Does not yes. make him a better quarterback. Does not it make did, him a better but, quarterback. For the, so I then, think the, that, the list within the list should the, the list should then be who's going to have the best stats in college football. Like I I don't get it. Are no, we ranking the top ten quarterbacks? No. Are we ranking the top ten quarterbacks in college dude. football next year? Or are we ranking who is going to have the best stats in college football next year? I'm just saying. I'm You're just being saying because purposefully... there's no doubt in my mind. There's no, no, no. There's no doubt in my mind that Drake May is the better quarterback. And that, if that's the ranking, then he should be too. Bro, am I crazy on this one? You're you are being, being purposefully, purposefully
2: obtuse. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. No, I'm exactly. not. Yes.
2: They should. No, I'm what, not. what writer is going to get on the internet and pitch their editor? Hey, I think we should title it top 10 quarterbacks who will have the best stats next year. You know what the editor says? Let's just call it top ten quarterbacks. Okay, we just talked about feeling it in yeah. your plums. But I do, do say, I do think best. to your point, T. Bob, Aaron does feel it in his plums that Drake May is better. That's what he feels. He feels it yes. in his plums. <sighs> yeah, I guess you're right. I guess what I you, mean by feeling the not? plums is I don't think do there's. I don't think. I don't think this is a raw. No, no. I he's a better NFL prospect, like I said. But I think I think Michael Penix Jr. is going to have more success next year and have a better year, um, statistically and maybe from a win standpoint as well uh drake She's may a better got- team switch it
3: switch it switch it That's, Put, put I don't drake on to... washington put drake on washington what happens drake would have better stats yeah no i mean look
2: I, I i find that hard to argue with i guess when i look at this list though the feeling that i get is it's not is that they're not approaching this just from a who is the most talented quarterback situation i mean bo Nix is fourth in this list would Bo Nix be fourth in terms of NFL prospects? I mean, you I might know better, I better than I would. Uh, like so you, you need to listen to stuff just stuff shit now. all over the place. Okay, so so why should, Drake, why should Drake? Why should Drake? May, so Drake May loses Phil Longo to Wisconsin. Uh, he loses all of his receivers as Josh Downs and Antoine Green, oh. his top two guys that were dominant last year, both He's going elite, to the man. NFL.
3: He's elite.
2: Um, He's elite. Chip Lindsey is the OC now. Does Chip Lindsay do anything for you? I mean, tell me, tell me, tell me about Chip Lindsey because when I look at his resume, I don't see anything that good. He had pretty good numbers I'm at UCF going, last year, but it's nothing to get like terribly excited about.
3: Yeah, I'm just once again like I think an elite quarterback masks a lot of issues. I mean, Drake is at that level. I've said it before. If Drake and Caleb are in the draft this year, they're the number one, number two quarterback game taken off the board. They're the first two picks in the NFL draft this year. Like you're talking about guys that be that that right now could be starting in the NFL next fall. Like They're that good that they can make the jump and be day one starters next year or coming back for another season. You can't tell me those guys aren't going to make those receivers better, that they're not that much better than everyone else on the football field. So maybe I am looking at it from an NFL standpoint. Like I'm looking at it a pure talent standpoint, not a who's your coordinator, who are your receivers, which is going to help you put stupid stats up of who is the best quarterback in college football and those two are clearly the best this year and they're going to be the best two guys next year
2: so my only issue with this conversation is if pennix balls out and wins the pac 12 and drake may and them don't make the acc championship um your opinion's not going to change right uh Mm -hmm. but i think what this list is getting at is that in that context that pennix should be ranked above drake may i i think that's what this list is is getting out, and again, that's just too much for May to overcome. Now, it is clear though that we're starting to see tears develop because you have 119 points for Williams, yep. you have 93 points for May, you have, uh, and then you have uh, 97 points for Penix, Then you go all the way down to 80 points at Bo Nix, and then 58 at Jordan Travis. Okay, so you have your big three. Bo Nix yep. exists in some sort of in between purgatory, and then everybody else is guys who are like they're really good, but they're not close to these other guys. Uh, but Bo Nix is pretty fascinating here because to me, he's kind of you know to the conversation we're having, Aaron, and maybe you can tell me if I'm wrong here, but he feels like the epitome of a great college quarterback that people just yep. don't seem very excited about at the NFL level.
3: Uh, he he's he will be a better he will be a better college quarterback than, than pro quarterback because of his skill set. But I, I don't know. I I think Bo, who two years ago had a good year at Auburn without any support. I thought had a terrific year last year, was kind of working his way to possibly, you know, a Heisman finalist towards the end of the season. And and then obviously they just didn't get done. He got banged up in that I think it was what versus Washington they ended up losing. Yeah. But I think if yes. he if he puts up another season speak. like he did yeah, if if he puts up another season like he did this year, and I think it'd possibly be even better. Because he's played a lot of damn football, fifth year senior, second year there at Oregon. You know, I'm expecting Dan Landing to take a step as a head coach next year, and I already had a good year in year one. Um, you know, if he's somewhere in that like mid thirty touchdown, you know he's going to have some some rushing touchdowns as well. Um, he'll be in New York, and I, I think Bo is like a top three run pick NFL draft guy. I mean, you look okay. at the guys getting. Okay. Yeah, I think I think Bo is a top three. He's got good size. You know, they got him at like six two two fifteen. He's athletic. We all know how, how much he can run. Um yep. I think he is good, maybe a little bit above average arm strength. You know, needs to take care of the football a little bit better, needs to take care of his body a little bit better. But overall, like he's he's a good looking ball player, man. He's not Caleb. He's not Drake. He's not Penix. Like he's not, I don't think he's first round material, but he's he's third, you know, late second round, third round material. It's a really good quarterback. So
2: he does lose Kenny Dillingham whose name pops yeah. up again with the next player on this list uh as he's dealing with, a bit of a quarterback whisperer but you know I mentioned with Drake May I don't find bringing in chip Lindsey to be terribly exciting I'm intrigued by Oregon's higher at OC uh they bring in will Stein and like who's that uh this is the UTSA and to be fair I didn't know about this guy before the article and then looking him up right but he They're was the U- he was the UTSA OC and why that's important? UTSA's quarterback Frank Harris, second in the nation in total offense, threw for four thousand yards, thirty-two touchdowns, rush for six hundred and nine touchdowns. Who does that sound like? Like that sounds like Bo Nix. It's, it's basically yeah. better version of the exact same number distribution that Bo Nix had last season. So, like at a time when he looks like he's ready to make a huge jump and he's in such a, um, a much more comfortable spot than he's been at any other point in his college career I think will Stein is actually a pretty good guy to get him there uh, I found a pretty wild statistic I don't know how normal this is Aaron but it felt it felt weird looking at it um, Oregon has 11 players returning with at least 10 catches uh, there was there was nobody nobody had over like 700 yards like it was an incredibly spread out production where it gets intriguing out of those 11 players two seniors, and nine sophomores. Nine mm. sophomores returning. So you look at a cast of weapons that Nix is going to be familiar with, familiar to Nix as well, and that's a lot of guys to throw against the wall. So when somebody emerges, like you would expect him to be very good. He also has his entire offensive line. Um, or excuse me, I, 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 was, I was getting my talking points confused. I, I don't know where they stand on O-line. But uh, yeah, I, I think Bo Nix poised to... Build off of the incredible breakthrough year that he had last year. Is he right here at four? Though would you put anybody else on this list above Bo Nix?
3: Nope, 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 nope. Okay. It's a Pac twelve year, man. It is a pa- obviously Drake wow. as well with with ACC. But the Pac twelve is going out with a freaking bang. I don't know if we're gonna get to it or not going today. If we're gonna push it tomorrow, show if the Pac twelve survives after the season or not. But right now they're gonna have one fun season out there on the west side just because of the offense is. The receivers, the quarterbacks. Um, I mean, you have two first round quarterbacks, a guy that could win it's a big major Heisman favorite in huh. my mind, and another quarterback that's going to be, you know, early, early round draft pick. It's it's some good football this year. Yeah.
2: And then how about Janus and uh, Moses in the chat pointing out that Ewan uh, Galile uh, transferred to Oregon State? Uh, I forgot about that. So another little Pac 12 name with at least some. Recommendation. Uh Lost in Translation podcast says Pac twelve is mid, except for Colorado. Uh, Rough year for Prime in Colorado. Like it's a hell of a first year to be in the conference or suddenly they just have great quarterback play everywhere. So that's your top four. And it's unquestioned it's unquestionably the top four, even though you could change the ordering around some ways post um. Post Caleb Williams. Now it's going to be a bit more of a crapshoot. And we arrive at Jordan yep. Travis at number five. 58 points. Uh, thirty one hundred yards passing, twenty-four passes touchdowns, five picks, right? Um, I was such a hater on Travis going in last year from Florida State. Mm-hmm. I talked so much shit about if you make him throw the ball, he sucks. He can't throw it, he's gonna you're gonna beat him, blah, 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 blah. Well, Imagine this, guys. I was wrong, and I'm an idiot uh, because Jordan Travis beat LSU with his arm and went on to continue to beat people with his arm and posted an 85 eight QBR. Um, interestingly, I, I read there's a great anecdote in in this piece where when Mike Norvell got the job, Jordan Travis's confidence was so low he asked Norvell to stop playing quarterback. He wanted to switch mm. positions that he could play. And uh um, Morvell said, hell no. And then you know who helped train him up? Kenny Dillingham. So how about that? Some Kenny D fingerprints both on Bonix and Jordan Travis. I know you're a big fan of Travis. He has his holo lineback, his receiving yeah. core back, running back back. Um they Travis the Portal. Yeah, yeah, and Florida State should be very good this year.
3: Yeah, I know. And they're gonna absolutely like week one is gonna be such a big statement for him and his is his way to go into win the Heisman when they just trounce on LSU there in Orlando, make a statement the Seminoles are back for real. Listen, he he I was not I was with you, T Bob. Like when I'm watching LSU last year, that first game, I'm sitting back watching, like, when the hell did Jordan Travis learn how to throw a football? Like huh, well, where know. did this come from? <laughs> like like, like <laughs> we, we talk about like transformations of quarterbacks being able to throw it. Um, and, and, and obviously, you know, a lot of NFL fans as we've won't hit on it too much right now, Anthony Richardson, hopefully he improves a lot, but Jordan literally, I I don't even trust him. Like throw like a hitch route or a slant or like a 12 yard comeback. I'm like, just run the ball, just be an athlete. And then all of a sudden week one versus LSU, he, he looks like he's completely dialed in. His footwork was improved, his accuracy and timing, throwing the routes. And he just showed it all year. Like I was like, okay, well, it's week one LSU. They made a ton of mistakes. You know, I don't want to get too high on them, but he just yeah. the whole season, man, looks so much better. And like you said, they're returning most of their guys. I think they've built a lot of confidence. I think Florida State has a lot of swagger right now. Uh, they did a great job in the transfer portal. Got some big-time guys on on both sides of the football. I like Florida State. You know how I feel. I think Florida State's going to win the ACC this year. I think they're a 10-11 win team. And a big reason why is because of Jordan Travis. If he, if he can keep on that trajectory of, of the improvements he made last year, building that confidence – I think he's a see, this is the difference. Like Bo Nix to me can play in the NFL. I think Jordan Travis is a really good college quarterback, really good college quarterback. Um, I don't think he has what it takes to play at the NFL, though. I think there is a difference between Jordan Travis and Bo Nix when it comes to that next level. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are, perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out.
0: at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bowl flavor, full pouches. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum,
1: you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at American com slash with Amex.
2: Man, are you um Are you just you, you like you must be so jealous? Of LSU. Of what? And all these other college football fan bases that actually get to have exciting games like like what are you actually looking forward to as a Georgia football fan next year like please tell me the what playoffs. is even what exactly yeah, exactly. exactly here it is you know what boys. I I don't care I can't starts. go to
3: any game I can't you're, go to any game. So I really don't care this is so I, this is I, how I, people I'm all for the playoffs though
2: so. this is how people get into snuff films okay because because they just become more and more depraved because they're so desensitized. You have nothing that causes any stirring in your loins until you get to the biggest, baddest thing. Like, you just have nothing to look forward to anymore. Yeah. You're going to be sitting there with a belt around your neck, choking yourself out, just trying to find some excitement to hold on to. Mm. <laughs> I don't like how you just yeah, yeah, looked at me and nodded. <laughs> no, I've never actually gotten into <laughs> autoerotic uh, asphyxiation, but. You know, I guess don't knock it until you try it, right? Maybe, yeah. maybe it is fun. Don't, I've never done it.
3: Make sure there's a safe word.
2: Um. Yes. Yes. That's the snaps advice of the day. If you are doing a fixation play, make sure. Well, how do you say the safe word if you can't breathe, though?
3: Because if you can't breathe, you can't make uh, a sound. It should be sna- it, safe word should be snap, so you can snap. Yes. And yes. Say snap. If you can't. Yeah.
2: Actually, maybe, snaps. Maybe go we ahead, have bro. Have
0: some uh, merch design. To make snaps your safe word.
3: Uh, okay, I kind
2: of like that. Also, like in terms of physical safe words, snapping makes a lot of sense because nobody's gonna yeah. ever accidentally snap, right? Like there's I no know. mixed messages. You're not gonna be like, oh yeah, it feels so good. <laughs> <laughs> like like you're never gonna snap. So that that that's that's actually a really good call, Aaron. Um, at number six <laughs> in this list, we arrive at probably the most forgotten oh. quarterback in the land. Cam Bad Moon
3: Rising. Thirty-eight See points this, on oh. this
2: list what
3: wow oh. this Say goes back bitch. to my original point this goes back to my original point are we ranking quarterbacks by how good they're going to be or by their performance next year because he's coming from a torn acl he's going to miss part of the season so to me they're ranking him based on the fact that he's a good quarterback not that he's going to have a, a a statistical better season than the rest of the hey, guys like hey. this is this is the loop this is hey. the loop Dummy, they're ranking him based on the
2: fact that he's won back-to-back Pac-12 championships. And here's a wild stat that the article had. The last two seasons, only five quarterbacks have been ranked higher in total QBR than Cam Rising, okay? And they are as follows. C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Stetson Bennett, Caleb Williams, and Hendon Hooker, okay? If you are the company you keep, Cam Rising is keeping some elite Company there. So, yeah, again, this is where we get in. It's not pure statistics. It's not pure NFL. It's who's a badass college quarterback and the back to back Pac 12 champ with those numbers. That's a badass. Pac 12 quarterback. And what I fear for Rising is he's never going to get the credit that he deserves, at least not nationally. So I hope whenever he gets done playing football that he can go back to Utah and never buy any funeral potatoes ever again. I want him uh, to be a, I I hope he gets treated like the conquering hero that he should be.
3: I hope he does too. No, listen, he is, he's, people love him. Uh, I was lucky enough to actually call his first game uh, at Utah. Uh, it was versus San Diego state there on the road, whoever the starting quarterback before him got benched. Cause he was playing like dog poo poo. He came in, led them back to overtime. They ended up still losing. But then from there, he just went on to obviously tear, won the Pac-12 championship, won it again last year. Uh, he's He's got swag, man, the hair, the the energy, the charisma. Uh, he's the type of guy that I want leading my football team. I, he's, he's good. He's really good. You know, I think right now, I think also to me, there, there's a, line of demarcation when you're going through this list of guys that are, we're getting to the point of like guys that are really good college quarterbacks. Yeah. And now we're at the point of guys that are really good college quarterbacks, but probably not going to be, you know, that, that top NFL guy. Like that, that's yes. That like, there's a, like, we, we like, Oh, it's going to be such a great draft class next year. The first three or four, I mean, I would, I would throw Bo Nix in there. But after four, like it, it, it is a somewhat yeah. But weak wins, draft but wins are ev-
2: no. But wins are ever good after four. Yeah, I don't true. know, like, like
3: yeah. it, it's a like, pretty big drop. Think, think, about, think is, about this, a, though. It's a, it's, a, it's a I will say there's a massive talent drop after those four, though. Yeah, guys that's fair, that are, but, that could play at the next level.
2: But also think about this. Uh, there's what S- I'm being generous here. Sixteen human beings on the face of the earth. That play quarterback at a high enough level for their fans to accept them i mean it's the hardest job in the world the mental and physical traits that you have to combine boggle the mind so cam rising you're a beast uh have you ever heard of funeral potatoes i tried to look up like a regional utah
3: food to throw in there uh they're balls of I mean, idaho like, but potatoes. but look, but
0: look at, but look at this ahead. year
3: i will say i will say Guys with the physical traits to play in the NFL from this year's draft, because this year's draft we think is like a bad quarterback draft. But Bryce can play in this in the NFL. CJ can play in the NFL. Anthony Richardson has the ability to play in the NFL. Will Levis has the ability to play in the NFL, and so does Hendon Hooker. I mean, you have five guys right there that at some point are going to start in the NFL. That's I where can't you're max tell you out. that there's. That's where you're going to max out this, but next year's draft for for. We think it's going to be that much better because of those top two guys, or maybe top three guys, if you want to throw Penix in there. Really isn't. It is just really, really top heavy. But there's going to be someone that shows up that maybe, what's that? I think four Four guys guys ended up starting the NFL. Yeah,
2: huh? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't
3: know. Bo'll be interested to see if he does or not
2: uh okay well either way um you got cam rising coming in at what was that six seven eight nine ten yep and then you got uh sam hartman at seven of course go to notre dame acc's all-time passing touchdown leader not often do you see a conferences all-time touchdown leader leave yeah. and go to another team much less a team with the bigger brand is notre dame so Sexy from a looks perspective, sexy from a brand perspective, and has accounted for a touchdown in his last 34 games. Hartman's great. I'm just going to be intrigued to see what he looks like out of the slow mesh.
3: Yeah. Yep. I think we all are. I think he's, he's, he's good enough. He He's great arm, uh, great athleticism he'll be fine. I mean, and then two for him, I think there's a, obviously there's a sense of urgency. This is last year. So he knows he needs to get his ass to work, figure out how to run an offense that, that obviously is way more pro style. And he transferred there for a reason. Like he knows that like, I need to improve in this area of my game. If I do want to make a statement to the NFL, and obviously have a chance to win more games and play in bigger games than he did there at, at wake Forest. So um, I like the kid. I like the kid a lot. I think he's, he's, Notre Dame hit it out of the damn ballpark when they got him. I think he's someone to me that I probably would have put at six ahead of Cam Rising. Actually, I probably may have put. I honestly, I would have put him at five. I would have put him ahead of Jordan Travis too. No respect
2: for Cam Rising whatsoever. I mean, unbelievable, dude. Just winning football doesn't matter to you, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Um, Next on this list, uh, and honestly, that is probably what it hurts Hartman in this list. Right? Is even though Wake yeah, well, Forest have, good see, things uh, there.
3: No, so no. This next guy goes against. Aaron. This next guy goes against everything you just said. But go ahead.
2: Uh, number eight on this list, JJ McCarthy, the sophomore, the youngest on this list, thirty-five points. Um, to me, this is like we talked about earlier this year when we looked at another top ten quarterback list. It's just a potential play. Okay, people like a lot of these guys are on this list for what they've already done. JJ McCarthy's on this list for what they think he will do this season. Um, because he was not a top 10 quarterback last year, but he did show massive improvement. No. And then he had some big moments late in the season on big stages. And so you hope that it becomes this kind of foundation that he can build upon and take steps forward. Uh interesting to note that in terms of just pure QBR, just pure numbers, him and Jaden Daniels, the only players on this list that are sub eighty. In QBR, so he saws a lot of room to improve. Yep.
3: No, he does. I I don't know if I would have had him in the top ten. If I did have him in the top ten, he'd probably be at number ten, not number eight. I do think Jaden at nine. I think Jaden's gonna have a better season. I think Jaden one is the better quarterback. And I think Jaden two is gonna have the better season. Um, you know, the one thing that that's gonna help JJ to to prove that he belongs in this list is one, their schedule's cupcake. You know, you and I joke about it all the time, but the Big Ten's a yep. joke. It's a joke. It's easy. It is. It is a complete crap show, um, and in a good way for them. They're going to run through it. He's got a great running backs. He's going to get a lot of opportunities with one, you know, man to man coverage on the outside to pad his stats. But um, I think he's good. Like I, said, I, I, I do think I, I, I'm fine with him being in the top ten. You know, I would have him somewhere around there, anywhere from ten to maybe thirteen. He's at, he's at eight. He yeah. needs. He he, he he needs to to continue to improve. He needs. He, Having two good games last year while they're at the end of the year and they're a good time to have them because you, you, that means you're, there, there's a signal of progress throughout the season. He needs to keep that up. He cannot be the same quarterback he was last year, unable to be extremely accurate with balls over 10 yards. I mean, he was he was a ding and dunk guy. It was yeah. crossing routes and slants and hitches. That was about it. Or just oh. go be athletic.
2: <laughs> Until you got to the Ohio State game. <laughs> Until you got to Ohio State was,
3: game. But, but Those dudes were so – those dudes are no, so wide open. I know. I know. Like, I know. It was it was crazy. It was, it was too
2: easy. Too easy. Uh so right after McCarthy, uh, he had 35 points. Jaden Daniels from LSU checks in with 25 points. Um, him and McCarthy actually very similar stats, like across yep. the board. Um, here's my deal with Jaden Daniels is as a freshman Ohio, at Arizona State. He flashed incredible potential. I think he had a 17 to 3 touchdown to pick ratio. He failed to grow any of that potential. Now, as we're seeing more and more, the Herm Edwards tenure at Arizona State was an absolute debacle, right? Awful environment. Well, he joins LSU late, puts up pretty good numbers, beats Alabama, wins the West. Like, without a doubt, this is by far the most stable and positive environment he's ever had an offseason in. He's with these yep. coaches, this, this very, very good coaching staff. Um, he knows he's the quarterback and has been the quarterback the entire time. Full off sees all the weapons. So, like, and and because he's seen it all. Now, been in this game forever, much older than the J.J. McCarthy. Like, maybe nobody on this list has a bigger potential step forward than does Jaden Daniels. Like, I, I, I'm looking for uh yeah. the, the hope at least would be that you would see a very big jump from Daniels this year.
3: I agree. I agree. I think you will see a big jump. I, I do. I think there is got talent. He's got the you want to talk about we talk about Penix with the surrounding resources he has as a quarterback. Jaden's got that at LSU. Those two freshman tackles are back. You got the running backs back. You got Mason Taylor at tight end back. You got the receivers back. There's no doubt in my mind. Plus, you alluded to the fact that, you know, Brian Kelly, year two, is you know they're gonna make some improvements as just yeah as a culture and, and a work ethic standpoint. Um, I'm excited to see what he looks like in the spring game. I know they're a little bit banged up right now. It's going to be kind of a makeshift game, but I just want to see. I want. To, I'm excited to see his fundamentals, his arm hit where his eyes are. And um, but no, I, I think he should be higher up on this list. I mean, it's going to be. He's. Who I like him over it. Then? I don't know. I, I I'm drinking the Kool Aid on Jaden. I'll tell you that. Like, I don't know why I am, but I'm I'm drinking the, the Kool Aid. I think he's going to have a a. I think he's going to have a, a that type of season. Where he's gonna be a you know a candidate for the Heisen by the end of the year.
2: Well, I mean, look, you know, if like I said, he's never like if nothing else, there will be no excuses about it being due to outside forces. Cause he's got the line, yep. he's got the weapon, he's got the stability, he's got the staff, the continuity. Now it's just up to him. And then from Jaden Daniels, we get to number 10. And is it Will Rogers? No, he was first off this list looking in. Is it KJ Jefferson? No. Frank Harris, from as I mentioned earlier, no. Oh, it's Spencer Rattler. No, 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 no. Devin Leary. No, no, no. All these guys got votes, but it's Jalen Daniels, the Kansas quarterback, who was on fire. Fantastic. Incredible. Then he got hurt and he just, well, you know, he got hurt. And that was his year. Yeah. How do you feel about Jalen being at number ten?
3: Mm, I think I think it's a feel good story. I think Kansas was a feel good story last year, and a lot of people were excited about it, but not 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 top ten for me. I mean I got KJ Jefferson. I think KJ is, you know, an absolute freak. I think when KJ's healthy, he's probably a top seven quarterback in, in, in college football. He's one. You want to talk maybe guys that that have the ability to to, Start. to play at the next level. He has that ability to play at the next level. You know he's got he's got some things he's got to work on, but talent wise, he's he's checks off a lot of boxes. Got to be a little bit more fundamentally sound. You know, got to stay healthy, got to take care of his body. But KJ, to me, is a top ten quarterback. I'd have him up there a little bit uh, as well. I'd have Devin Leary ahead of him. Um, Devin I Leary, interestingly enough,
2: barely I think Joe got Milton's going to be.
3: I think here. Joe will get there by the end of the year. I think Joe uh, will be there by the end of the year. So I think this was more of a, you know, this was a great story last year, so we'll keep him on the list. I
2: I mean he but but again, I, I don't want to sell Jalen Daniels short. His numbers were unreal. He had an 87.9 oh, yeah. QBR when he played. Uh, but again, we'll we'll see. Is it like guaranteed? I want to answer this little question.
3: Uh Ch- chance asks, who is KJ's comp um in the NFL? And this is someone I've been saying for for probably about a year now. Someone he reminds me of, just because of of where he left college and where his improvements need to be. But I think he's he's a bigger version than Jalen Hurts. I think he's Hmm. a bigger version than Jalen. I think he need he needs to make improvements like Jalen did throwing the football. But go back to when Jalen was in you know go back to when Jalen was in college. You know, especially at Alabama, like he was not a great thrower of the football. That's why he got benched. I know, but Jay, but
2: Jalen, but Jalen's got the burrow intangible thing. He's just yeah, he got does. That That's the biggest factor, difference dude. too.
3: He's got the leadership factor that gets yeah. everyone juiced. I don't know if KJ has that, but when he comes, I'm talking about physical tools. He reminds me a lot of what Jalen was his last year at Alabama. Can he take that step that Jalen took when Jalen went to Oklahoma and prove his throwing a little bit? That's going to be the question. And does he have the work I uh, work think that Jalen had?
2: Yeah, so a pretty shocking list in terms of who's off this well. Devin Leary just really shows how far he has fallen. Uh, Andy earlier asked who's going to be the best QB in the SEC by the end of the year, Aaron.
3: I think Joe Milton.
2: Wow. I mean, a conspicuous lack of SEC quarterbacks on this list save for... Uh, JD Daniels also, like we said, kind of incredible that the three teams that we think will win the natty don't have a quarterback. I don't know when the last time I felt like that was entering college football season. Finally, uh, Captain Spartan 04 with a $10 super chat T-Bob. These are for you. How often y'all in Louisiana, listen to call Rouge in Louisiana, Saturday night. I would say not very often, certainly on game days, right? But outside of game days, not, not really. Um, also, as a fellow high energy person and nerd, what's your best advice on finding a girl slash wife? Unfortunately, Cap, you have come to the wrong person. Um, I've been dating my wife since I was 16 years old, so my uh, my main strategy was to get in when she was really young and dumb, and I was cool because I played football in high school to uh, to take advantage of her insecurity. Okay. I guess nowadays, like I I I don't even. I, I don't know where, where you would even start dating. I have no idea. Maybe like go to your local board game shop a lot, but then like, do you really want the same hobbies as your wife or girlfriend? I don't know if that's always a good recipe for success. Um, where, where do people go? I, I mean, besides the phone app, where do you go to meet somebody now? Do you go to the coffee shop? Dog park? Get a dog? Uh, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah, is that how you met yeah. Sharon? Yeah, we met the dog park oh okay <laughs> oh, oh my god that's that's what you did you just walked up barked to her and parked at, at her <laughs> <She>
3: <laughs> like uh counts on me it was she a, a
2: mating call is yeah. she is she a georgia alum as well
3: yeah she is. See so senor. did she
2: know who you were
3: when you started hollering at her because this was post-college when y'all met right this is post-college uh not really she's she does not like football she rarely went to football games she tailgated and then kind of went just downtown. She's been listening to music.
2: Uh, yeah, look, my wife, um, poo, so we were 16. She went to all my games, high school, college, all that. After I was done playing, when we were about 25, uh, she asked me what first, second, third, and fourth down were. So despite the fact that she had spent an entire lifetime going to games, she literally Ooh. said she just cheered when the other LSU fans cheered and then got upset when they got upset. Never had any fucking clue about what was going on. Uh, look at hey, my on, guy on, for on. the Black Trunks podcast. Fight on. Shout out. Go to the Petit Trojan Boys. Even though, to be fair, Trunks, I'm a Husky this year. Send me Washington merch, please. Um... Greg, we could not find a good picture of me in the dress. We got one, but it's not like it's not like really that funny. It's just like, I don't know. It's kind of me in a dress. Um, okay, what else did we have here that I wanted to ask you, Aaron, on the way out? Shit, that I got to go. No, chill out, chill out, chill out. I know. We do have to go. I do have to go. <laughs> have to go. All right. Uh, we love you all very much. This is your top 10 quarterback list. And then um, coming up tomorrow, we got a bunch that we're gonna get to. All like we said, the big 12 quarterbacks, all that. Uh, would you date a lunch lady? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Why not? Yeah. Um, it sounds great. Um I love you all. Thank you to Aaron Murray, thank you to Ryan Brumley, Paul Ferrand, Pat Gunner, Danny Carnez, Adam Gracia. Shout out to the volume for having us here. YouTube.com slash the volume. If you want to help the show, sub to the uh, sub to the volume, like the video, sub to your podcast, wherever you listen to podcast radio, review it. We love you. We'll see you tomorrow.